so yeah. And then, uh, of course, we've got cards beginning with X and Y. Wait, X, Y, and Z? No, no, Y and Z, sorry. Yeah. You say Z in England? Is that a thing that I just didn't know existed? Yeah, no, we say Z. Z, Z, top. J, Z. Oh, shit, Z, Z, top. Yes. His name is Craven. He likes white ravens. And he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom. He plays for fun. But if you beat him, then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast. This episode's the first, but it could be the last. We're unopposed to claim banter. It's banter behind the throne. Welcome back to Banter Behind the Throne. This week it's our 25th episode. I'm Dave Bamford, your King of the Castle, and I'm joined by Lol Craven. Say hello, Lol. Hello. And Thomas Peel. Say hello, Peel. Hello. And this week's Dirty Rascal is our friend from across the sea, Aaron Glazer. Say hello, Aaron. Hello. Miss me? I, I have missed you. It's been a long time. Um, so, do you want to tell us about yourself, Aaron? Because some people might not know you. Uh, unless they've, if they've been living under a rock, they probably don't know you, but you're quite really? prolific. Hi, um, I'm Aaron Glazer. I'm on the White Book Podcast. I post on whitebookpodcast.com. I'm on TardGameDB. I'm on the AGOT 2.0 group. I just don't shut up. Yeah. And he's been moaning for, what, 25 weeks that he wants to come on the cast, and we finally let him. Just I in mean, time. We're feeling Christmassy. In fairness, I've been moaning that I want to be in the song, and you still do. <laughs> No, no, you can't be in the song. <laughs> as we say, we have to find Waffle, and Waffle is probably in some sort of ditch somewhere as normal over the Christmas <laughs> period. Uh, he was supposed to be over yesterday, but he never materialised. Um, we might see him for New Year's? Don't know. If so, maybe we'll finally update that line in the song. Uh, nice. No longer our first episode. So this week, we're going to do our normal segment of what we've been up to this week. Then we're going to talk about Martel, because we feel they've been a bit underrated having actually played with them and uh we might do a bit of deck building and then we're going to cover our favorite cards beginning with both y and z to bring our famous topic to a close just in time for new year's uh this will be our last episode for a week or so um we're going to take some time off and then get back to you in the new year so yeah craven what have you been doing this week um i played uh game of thrones this very day no less than about 10 hours ago, I was playing Thrones. Um, I was using a, a mixture of Fealty decks today. I got two games in with Martel Fealty today. Um, had a lot of fun with it. Um, lost the first one, but it was by no means a drubbing. Um, and my second game was a, a win, and it was a brutal win as well against a Baron Neil deck. So it left me feeling pretty confident that there's something there. Anyway, we'll get on to that in a minute. The other deck that I used, only one game, was the Stark Fealty I've been working on. Um, and it got the God Start, really. Um, I managed to get Winter is Coming on a sneak attack and then use Ice to take care of whoever was left standing. And the opponent never really recovered. They was marshalling one or two characters a turn from that point and just people were dying left, right and centre. So it worked brilliantly. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it's going to hold up to a lot in a tournament environment, but it was a lot of fun. Okay, so you're not going to move forward with Stark for now. Just keep it on. The um, back I'm going to keep. Or? I'm going to keep tweaking it. 
Um, but at the moment, it is very one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. So you get the sneak attack off, you get some sort of claim raid, or ice, or you know, like today, both, and it works brilliantly. But if any part of those pieces don't come together, and someone overwhelms you with board presence, it hasn't really got any answers to that. So, um, yeah, it's a bit of a uh, a bit of a, a coin toss, which is fun, but it's not the sort of thing I'm going to take to a tournament. Okay, sure. What have you been up to this week, Aaron? What have you been playing? Okay. Um, I played a bunch of Martell Fealty, which I guess we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, I played the Two Guys, One Deck. It's an article on White Book. Um, Terrell Wolf Deck. It turns out that since Terrell's real weakness in its best guys is the Intrigue Icon, that having a brand to cover that, a couple little birds and so on, really does help. And it's been running shit over. Um, okay. I mean, it's really a Randall deck, but it works great. <laughs> and... Um, I've been playing a Targ Lion that's a little different. Um, I tried to do the mini curve thing where, like, I can open with sneak attack, and if they're not ready and I have things I do for love or Dracarys, I can just clear their board with the march. Mm-hmm. And then I have the backup plan of Danny and Dragons. So I'm running two Noble Calls so that I can open sneak, and then, like, if I don't basically immediately win, I can slow down and just play Dragons and win the normal Targ way. Okay, and that seems to be working? So far, so good. I mean, I haven't played the best players with it yet, but it's won its game so far. Okay. Um, what are you playing out of Lannister? You, you, I assume you're not playing too many high-cost characters if you're running Danny, or uh, you've not got the the Drogo-Jamie combo going? Uh, no Drogo. I'm running Jamie because I need him for things I do. Two Jamie, three Tyrion, um, two Joffrey, because, again, things I do. Two Tickler, and then the one drops and a Widow's Well. Okay, sure. Oh, uh, Treachery. Yeah, and treachery. Because why, why would you, would you not? Yeah. <laughs> okay. a lot of so that seems pretty good. Um, basically, anything with Lannister in, and you're you're there. So yeah, sure. Okay, then, Peter, what have you been playing this week? Um, this week, <laughs> I think I've predominantly been playing FIFA. It's been Christmas. Um, <laughs> I know I got really drunk Christmas Eve. Oh, every you week there's an excuse. <laughs> I can vouch for Peter. Peter was very drunk Christmas Eve. Yeah, and I don't think I've actually spent longer than eight hours in my house since Christmas Day other than sleeping. Um, it's been a case of just going around having buffets and sleeping. Uh, it's been pretty fantastic. We've had a lot know? of buffets, haven't we? There's been quite a lot of seasonal buffets, mm. you know, and, and that's always a good thing. I don't think that's a bad thing, but, you know, maybe next week I can have a regular meal um, after another <laughs> six buffets. Oh, fair enough. So, uh, did you enjoy your Christmas present from me, Peter? Do you want to tell the I listeners about that? Did yes. Well, as uh, people who were at Starlick may have been aware, uh, I may have been shouting out much and more at the top of my lungs um, on every time I drew it from my deck. Now, I only had one copy, so the number of much and mores that went off throughout the day weren't all down to me. Uh, I could have only really shouted it about eight or nine times, I think, at most, but. It kind of caught on. So I've now got a custom Greyjoy house card with me in a Greyjoy armor holding up a bottle of, I think I'm going to call it wine or rum. We don't know. (laughs) Wine, rum, the 500 ml bottles of lager they sell at Starlack. Any of them will do. Uh, Shouting much and more above it, which I'll post a picture up later for you. It's really quite fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty beautiful. Um, yeah, it's it's at the moment where it's a case of do I put this in a frame or do I take it with me or do I wear it around my neck? I'm not quite sure. Really, you could use it as the centerpiece for your uh, your cape of cards. 
I could do. So you've got. But, it would, but the thing is, it, then it might, you know, you'll be stitching it and. Well, no, because I'll I'll, make, I'll stitch in a plastic sleeve holder, and then stitch the sleeve in, and then just slide oh. it into the sleeve. And then you can take it out. Well, that way we you don't balance like, any of the yeah, yeah, this works. I like it. Okay, so yeah, uh, once again, Marius is still doing uh, custom house cards if anybody wants them. He's available on Facebook, and I'll put his email address in the comments. Uh, I got two more done from him as well. I've got a a bell sprout with Greyjoy cracking tentacles <laughs> for when I play uh, <laughs> play Greyjoy, which is very rare. Um, and I got my brother him as a Jedi Knight for use as his Star Wars faction card, which he was obviously very pleased about. Um, and the art is really good. Why does your brother play Star Wars? Um, I play Star Wars as well. So do I. I'll admit it. Yeah, I have played Star Wars. Um, That's right. I'm done with this cast back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will admit, I think I've played two games since Star Wars Nationals, and Star Wars Nationals was the day after Thrones Nationals, so that was quite a long time ago. Oh, I uh, played it today. Oh, well, there you go. I, was, I, I do love it. I did the Sith Executor deck. Yeah, it worked perfectly. The only deck, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Fantastic. So yeah, um, John is John has started Thrones, but it's very casual at the moment. We'll. We've got a winter kit coming up on the 6th, I think, so... Hey, you know what it help? Yeah, man. Sorry? Send them to Worlds. Like, take up a collection to send them to Worlds so we can play Thrones of Worlds. <laughs> Just drop them in the deep end. Just, come on. Play Good luck. Yeah. Best way to learn. Yes, yeah, certainly. I definitely learned how to play there. Um, Something else I did this week was have a very vivid dream about um, you and Peel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I only like where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was really bizarre, but I basically found um, a, a big gold uh, ring in my in my back garden, um, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty big and heavy, this ring." And I, so I put it on, and I thought, oh, "I feel a bit funny." And then I checked, and it was the one ring. <laughs> okay. And um, you guys are there, and I was like, "Guys, um, shit! Like I've put the one ring on, and you guys are like, oh, what have you done?'" I said, "I know, like." Oh man, so, Sauron is definitely going to know. Like we're fucked, and Peel just immediately goes, "Well, I'm taking the black." <laughs> <laughs> and then Dave went, "Yeah, I'm taking the black as well." And I was like, "This is a really good idea because if we take the black, we can't be held accountable for what we've done." <laughs> so I was just like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's take the black." So we was in my garden, and we just picked up a few beers. I've put some clothes in the bag. I didn't even sort of stop to tell Amy. I was like, "She'll understand." <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were just off and then halfway there I stopped and suddenly thought I don't think Sauron's going to care like that we've taken the black I don't think he's going to respect that convention because <laughs> he's not even from Game of Thrones um, and then I remember we held up in like an office building somewhere and I spent the whole time hiding in a toilet and that was pretty much the extent of the dream so yeah that strange I reckon you could get a, uh, a good play out of that I might write to Marius and get him to do it as a comic. Oh, I'd like to see it. I would chip in for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I could crowdfund that. Yeah, it was a fun dream. <laughs> okay. So um, this week I've been playing a little bit of Martel, which is nice. Um, much better than I thought it was. And I've been playing some Tyrell as well. Uh, I haven't really played much Tyrell. This is the first game I've had with them outside of a get two core sets together and see what happens um and uh well that was amazing because i managed to queen of thorns into paxter to play tears of lease for free 
so that was awesome. But this deck was... Yeah, I played Tyrell Fealty. Fealty was useless. I didn't use it once in three games. Uh, the only time I played a loyal card was the Manda on setup. So You played Paxter and the Queen of Thorns. Oh, no, that, that was in a, um, a Kingslayer game. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, this deck didn't play Queen of Thorns. She was bad. But you're right, I did play Paxter, and he was loyal. But I think he was on setup as well, in a different game. So, uh, yeah, I'll be dropping Fealty, running more neutrals. I wanted to try and run it as a, a bit of a rushy deck, so I was running Superior Claim, uh, which didn't go off once. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it, so I'll, I'll play a bit more Tyrell in the future and see where that leads me. Um, but the real thrust of what we've all been playing this week, except for Peel, obviously, is Martel. So, shall we chat a bit about them? Yeah, let's. Um, Donovan really kind of set me up thinking about this um, when he spoke to us during our Christmas party. Um, and I spoke to him today, actually, to get the deck list he was talking about. And I made a few modifications, you know, for my own flavour, a few things I wanted to try from it. Um, and it performed a lot better than I, I figured it was ever going to. Mm-hmm. I was quite surprised at how many cards ended up in hand. I should mention at this point that I was doing the uh, the long plan into Counting Copper's trick. Okay. And that that really works. I really did enjoy that because um, it has a, an effect which I didn't probably consider. You first look at long plan and think, brilliant, I'll save some gold. But it does act as a way of getting the pressure off you a little bit if you're trying to set up or getting ready for board position because people don't want to throw challenges your way or, or conversely give you the opportunity you know to to get that gold so it does create like a another element to it which i didn't really take into account when i first looked at the card so i ended up with a lot of cards in hand and that was a one big surprise i took yeah i played a uh, a variant of don's build as well which was a, a fealty deck um and again I, I didn't play long plan in mine more because i don't think i looked through the plots before i built it I just kind of <laughs> went with it yeah, um, there was literally no preparation um but yeah it was I, I agree i had more cards in hand than i expected and we have always lambasted for Mar- martel for a lack of draw um i was running heads on spikes and gaston gray i don't know if you kept that it, oh i definitely did <laughs> it's just too much fun yeah Whether i hit a ranging party with it at one point and in another game i i was shooting for a, um, a Davos Seaworth, mm-hmm. but I missed and hit a Littlefinger, which I'd still take. So sad. Yeah, still take. I missed a Tailwind, but hit a Hound. Oh, well, do. yeah, what a travesty. Um, yeah, I got a, a Euron, I think, which nice. is all fun and games, and then they just play um, Aeron, like, straight afterwards, so you just think, oh, oh. what's the point? Yeah. But still, two power, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, two power to save them seven gold. And top banter. Oh yeah, the banter was extreme. Have you got an R two D two in your house? It's not D two. It's an R two unit, but it's not obviously R two D two. Okay. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's like going to move in to, in with you tomorrow. I think if you had an R two D two. Yeah. No, he's he's trundled off again now. I don't oh. know what he's up to. He's, it's a faulty unit. Sure. It's <laughs> correct. Now I'm uh, just looking through these um these plot cards that I was playing with. And uh, I've got one of those nice noble cause uh, plots from the Filipinos. Oh, right. Yeah, they did like a charity fundraising thing because they had a, a disaster recently. 
and as part of their nationals kit they they made up some old art cards um they did noble cause with marjorie walking through the streets of king's landing looking rather sexy um a rather terrifying sneak attack with some members of the faith militant uh, and a fealty of some guy walking up to the iron throne Jamie where did you, where did you get these from did they post them to you they posted them to me yeah oh. um, i had to pledge some money uh but yeah they came the other day and they said to uh to sir dave of house bamford um he who cancels saves on like a little note inside so i was like oh, you kept this bloody quiet i'd have had one of those marjorie ones yeah, I forgot. I was probably drunk. Yeah. Um, but the Swipe fealty, Lord. <laughs> the fealty one is a uh, landscape rather than portrait. So that way you can't kneel it. Yes, yes, which is incredibly irritating because yeah. it's so much easier to kneel your agenda than it is to kneel your house card. Yeah, because you played a lot power. of Hollow so, Hill. <laughs> so at this point, just stick your power on the agenda. Yeah, I think I will be. But then it it's obscures the it's artwork, okay. which is pretty nice. Uh, oh. Just rubbing it in there again, Craven. Um, but I paid a little extra and got them. And they said, it to you? Wait, wait, wait. You're rubbing it to you. Because they're sending it to me, but I didn't order it. They just know me. Bastard. Oh. We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> free things. I love free things. Uh, in fairness, I'm giving it away because I feel guilty as shit. So. Oh, well, that's something, isn't it? Maybe it's crazy. Yeah. We are yeah. getting free things from uh, Roy, so... True. Wait, Roy? Roy's my Roy. Yeah, Roy's hooking us up with um, some March to the Walls. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so if you want to send anything to us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's also... He gave me one of the uh, Valors at Worlds oh, last nice. year, which was awesome. Which Nate wouldn't let me use, but they would let me use at Starlux, so nice. that was cool of them. Another reason Starlux is good. Yeah, because they're just like, no one's going to play in the hands of the Kahorik. You can use whatever you like for your plots. <laughs> um so yeah, just as as an aside, they were awesome. They're really nice. So I don't know if they're still doing them, but uh, well worth it. And if you pre- pledge a little more, they'll send you a second copy slightly cheaper. And uh, it's in Tagalog, I believe it is, which is the native language. Cool. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. So yeah, um, bit off topic there, but they're nice. So uh, sorry, are these pledges still going on, did you say? You can still know. do this? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I'll post the link to the Eagle Cards thread and you can read it yourself. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so obviously I was running Noble Cause in that deck. Uh, Counting Coppers was very useful. Uh, Game of Thrones was awesome. Yes. Karma was good. So yeah, it was a pretty standard plot deck really, but it was just it was just nice. Mine's different. Sorry. I've got a noble, calm, confiscation, counting, heads, marched, summons. Okay, okay. so I have Game of Thrones and you have marched. Yeah, because I was running Varys heavy. Yeah. Sure, and I have long plan where you, Dave, have Calm over Westeros. Okay, sure. I like Calm as a starter a lot lately. Like, I think it's my end going in basically every day. Yeah, I'm still scared of uh, naval superiority. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was unwarranted to begin with, but James has now started playing it, and so it hasn't been <laughs> really useful. <laughs> yeah, it's a real yeah. thing. So, uh, tell us about your deck. What have you been playing then, Aaron? Um, I played basically probably the same deck with um, that plot change. Um, I added a couple Wildling Hordes. Okay. Made sure I had a couple Milks. And um, the Wildling Hordes are really good because you don't need that meal every turn. And they can be jumped in by Ariane. Oh, yeah. Oh, good point. That's really nice. I'm all for Like, I'm ready to cut Varys and March. Okay. I don't, I don't You're ready to cut Varys? 
Yeah, I don't use them at all. I love it, and like I use them in a lot of decks. But I found yeah. in this deck, I very rarely do. I'm glad you ventured that opinion because I was going to do the same, and I did. I was bracing myself for the backlash. Um, I didn't feel the need to use him at all today. Uh, the one loss would have been made better by having him, but at no point really was my economy in a place where I could have dropped him, and also it would have almost certainly been burnt down anyway. Um, just and the win, I, the win I managed was there was no need for him at all. It was all off the back of Dora and the Viper and just having too much strength for the person to handle. Yeah. Um, where I think well, this deck will fall down completely and utterly is against a Greyjoy sort of stealth bonanza. That's, I think, the problem. Well, all of my games were against Greyjoy, Banner to whatever James was bannering to, uh, and didn't really have too much of a problem with it. You know, okay. Because he was a bit scared of Gaston Grey at points. Uh, Game of Thrones shuts him down completely. Yeah. Um, confinement for the smaller characters, uh, Caliot to you know confuse the later challenges. It just wasn't really <laughs> a problem. And then just suddenly you go, oh look, the Viper's massive now. Let's go, and then you win. Okay. So, well, the next question is from me at least. What is your um, take on Doran's game? It's when I see it, I tend to win the game, and I hate the card because if I see it early, I'm just sad. But if I can keep it in hand until plot five and six, I win. Oh. I won one epic, epic game where I used it on defense and then on offense. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I did the same thing today. I had three in my hand from like turn three onwards. Um, by plot five, I used one on defense, on offense. And the offense was part of a 22 strength intrigue challenge, including the Viper, which um, the person opposed for two. Ooh. So <laughs> you can work out the power claim off that yourself. Yeah. Um, it was enormous. Um, and it's one of those things, yeah, okay, it costs one, it's hands judgment fodder. But the thing is, unless a person has a very specific answer for it at that point, it, it will end the game. Yep. So quickly. Yeah, I, I'm playing three copies in this deck because yeah, so I didn't build it. Um, and, uh, in the first game I drew it at just the right time. And I got off a 20 strength entry challenge with the Viper. It would have been more, but Doran had been milked. Um, okay. And I won. I didn't win the game off that challenge, but it it completely sealed the game for me. Um, and I didn't have to worry about anything because it was my Game of Thrones turn, and they had no intrigue icons. So I was just like, right, I'm just going to make this massive challenge, and there's no way you're challenging me back. So cool. Um, and you know, just picking up the pieces from there. The second game, I saw all three of them before marshalling turn one, and <laughs> that was less good. Yeah, I still won it, um, and I don't think I played any of them because. Um, I think they'd all been intrigued away by the time they would have been useful. Or maybe I played one on plot three or something. Uh, but they weren't particularly way, good. Yeah, that's better than losing a dude, right? Yeah, yeah, true. But I'd rather have drawn a dude. Yes. <laughs> so, But it, you'd also rather have not had an intrigue and then you win the game that way on turn four, right? Oh yeah, sure, sure. Um, so I agree, it is way better than I expected. And if you don't have an answer, you're done. But it's still very... I feel dodgy using it, you know. Hey, you know who's fantastic? Who? Doran Martell is awesome. See, yeah. we we've been saying for a while that he's better than people give him credit for because we were hurting for draw so badly in our anti-banter deck that we had to use him. Um, and now in a deck with with fealty and you know noble cause and stuff, you can actually afford him. And 
then he's all right, yeah. <laughs> like, when you're sitting there with an 8-strength Ariana, they want to treat. It's just like, mm, what are you going to do? Yeah, fine, I'll just block it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Edric Dane, as well, becoming that powerful. Suddenly, that one goal to give him the icon you need at the time is really well worth it. Yeah, yeah. Especially if he's got Dawn on him. Yep, Dawn is Make so it good. silly. Now, I've got a quick rules question, though. Um, it never came up today. Um, I'm glad, because I don't really know the answer to this. So, obviously, Doran's text is Lord, other Lords and Ladies with plus one strength for each plot and you'd use pile, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, what happens on um, the moment when you know, your, your plots change, when you, when you cycle out? So, yeah, it's after yeah. all the when reveals are resolved, you get your plot deck back, and then they'll all drop back down to whatever their normal strength is. Yeah, plus zero, right? You'll have an active plot of in six in your... Yeah, so mm. if, like, Threat from the North was, un- was reprinted, then uh, they would, you know, by the end of the when revealed plot stage, they would all be, you know, by the time you actually get to the draw phase, they'll all be gone. Right. If they had one strength, so... Okay. Yeah, if that's um, what you're going for. It's actually really rough, because it's not only plot seven that you get that zero, you also get that plot eight, and, like, you're really just like... But I- really want a strength bonus now. No, plot, plot 8 you'll have plus 1. Because the 7th no. plot is in your oh, use pile. Nice, okay. So I misplayed that. Yeah. Good, um, good. Don't worry, I, I lost the first edition game on someone else misplaying it and me allowing them a take back. Because they thought they could be, to be a dragon on plot 7. But they couldn't. And I so, was just... I always allow <laughs> take backs. Always, always. Unless I know it's going to piss my opponent off. I didn't think it would make a difference at that point, to be fair. I thought I was had it in the bag, but he... Just stored me out on 14 for about three turns. Oh. So that was sad. That is sad. It's, it's all good. It's all good. I'm not bitter, Nate. Um, yeah. Oh, was, I like Nate. That's fine. Yeah, always chat. Um, so with that, shall we shall we build a deck? Well, there's one other element I'd like to discuss before we go down the angle, because um, I, I made some modifications to the list Don sent me and decided to try and um, exploit the Dornish Paramore. Right. So I ended up running three of those and I abandoned using Milk of the Poppy and made some room um, elsewhere. I can't remember exactly where it was now. I'm quite frustrated because I made the deck on my phone and clearly I didn't save it, so I'm going off memory. Um, But I I put in uh, two copies of uh, Noble Lineage Mm -hmm. with the intention of sticking it ideally on a Paramore and pulling people out of the way to open up Intrigue Challenges elsewhere. Okay. Because a lot of deck rotates around the intrigue challenge, doesn't it? I mean, Doran's yeah. game, especially even Tears of Loose. Um, so, I mean, without obviously going, you know what I'm getting at there. How does that fit into what you guys are doing? And do you think it's something to, to pursue? Because if you're going to go down that road to try and control the challenge phase a bit further using those guys, you do need to commit some serious space to it. Yeah, if you're playing Fealty, I don't know if you've got the space really, haven't you? Have you? 15 My biggest problem is I, I care more about power than intrigue until I want to. Unless I'm pushing tears or uh, unless I'm pushing tears or Doran's game, and by the time I'm pushing Doran's game, I have like 30 strength anyway. But I prefer to win the power challenge and maintain power, so that when it comes to plot six, I can just close. Sure. Um, I don't know. I liked Doran's Farmer a lot when I first started playing 2.0, and I don't think it's in any of my decks anymore. Um, I wanted to make a targ deck with the Sun Banner so that I could bring people in for Dracarys okay. on demand, uh, but I haven't got around to doing it yet. And then I just look at the rest of the cards and it's like, do I, you know, would I rather just play a different banner? Is, is, I just want it for that 
Paramore interaction, really. Um, which is why I kind of put it off. Um, I mean, I, I'm not playing them in my Martel deck at the moment. Okay, I think there's a lot to be said for those um, icon attachments, purely because they're so good for setup. And, and in this in this situation as well, the House Dane Knight is lacking a power icon. And obviously, anything you put on Edric Dane is saving you money. Yeah. So there is use for them. Um, Hota, I stuck one on Aria Hota today. He was became very, very tasty at that point as well. Um, and I would, yeah, I think I've already mentioned this, so I might be repeating myself, but just for setup, seeing those cards is fantastic. Yeah, is it zero cost, that one? It is zero, yeah. yeah which is pretty nice. Yeah. I like in no agenda. I don't think I like it in field. Yeah, I can see that. I think that's fair enough. Almost certainly. Okay. So uh, should we should we go through the? Do you want to go through the different banners and see what what's best, and then choose what to build, or we're going to ban? Banner, well, I, I think mean, we should stick with fealty. No, no. If if we want to talk about what what the banners offer Martel, or any worth considering. Oh, okay. Uh, but then if we, yeah. we'll probably go for fealty anyway, because that's kind of it shoehorns us down that let's build the Doran's game deck, which is yeah. I think what we're going for. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, um, the obvious choice, I think, with any house at the moment is Lannister. If, you, if you're going to pick a banner, Lanny is probably your best one. Just because the package it brings. Well, the Hound's amazing. Tyrion's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, obviously, and... there's Tyrion and Long Plan, and then you can either go Counting Coppers or you can go uh, Naval Superiority. Yes. So yeah, Tyrion does work lovely with that. The other um, option, I would say, would probably be Greyjoy, just to really now down the aforementioned lack of stealth. Mm -hmm. I have a different idea. I think stag works really well. Neil module when you just want to win those specific challenges and stop those specific challenges is really good. Yeah, stopping those power icons is pretty important, isn't it, in the early game? Yeah. Just to just to get through to your turn six. Yeah. Uh, win. Um, Stark, do you reckon anything there? I mean, the low-cost stealth is awesome. Brand's good. But does it bring enough to really warrant your agenda slot? I mean, are you running Edward? You could, but so, I wouldn't want run three of them, probably. No, it's either one or two. Edward yeah. is almost two or three. Um, no one who doesn't have an entry guy con, I don't think, wouldn't really be able to accept they one. Yeah. And, um, you have to be like a super good team. I don't know, maybe. It's worth looking at because that's a deck that's going to set up really great. At least yeah. until no gets here. Yeah, I really like the idea of surprise silencers halfway through the challenge phase. It's unfortunate that Dora Martell only interfaces with um, Martell Lord and Ladies because if it was just Lord and Ladies, that Stark banner would be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, why did they limit him so much? Like, he's okay, but they put every limit on him. He could at least affect himself. Yeah, I would much prefer that. I'm guessing the fact that he get, he's so, he would get so big with Insight as well. Yeah. That he's just a, an automatic draw engine, which would not be a bad thing. It would make him much more playable. Yeah, so is Dan. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. What else is there? Um, Night's Watch, obviously, we've we've talked about a lot on the cast before. Well, that's a different... Uh, that is a different deck entirely. Um, <laughs> one we like a lot. Yeah. I know. Uh, you mentioned Banner of the Rose and so one worlds and everything. Yeah, that's a good deck, I guess. It is. Um, but again, the, that's a different deck, isn't it? Yeah, that's... The, the, still, still Martel, the, the whole mini curve, as, as you like to call it. Um... I prefer first edition curve. Uh, oh, I like that idea. Because <laughs> um, I miss first edition. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still crying about it. I'm surrounded by my first edition cards right now. Um, You're just sleeping them. 
Well, <laughs> they are on my bed. <laughs> I've spent literally all day watching South Park and Source Card right. First Edition cards. Uh, I went out and watched Inglorious Bastards with some friends before I did this. But aside from that, it's just it's just been South Park and First Edition all day. So I've, I've had a great time. I was going to mention Tyrell, but you jumped in. Sorry. Got him off first. You can have left and right and Randy Randall. Oh, not left and right again. Yes, left and right again. Ooh. I know what banner works. Banner of the Sun. Yeah. You know what the best thing about that is? It really pisses off Alex Hines. Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah, he hates that shit. It messes up the whole annals. Oh, really. of course it would, yeah. So I urge everybody, if you're going to go no agenda, run Banner to that house. Please. So as you mentioned it, Aaron, do you want to take us through the Rose Banner? And what does that offer Martel? That, um, if that you're not good? running the first edition curve, which guess what? The name just changed. <laughs> if you're not, you win. If you're not running the first edition curve, um, I don't think you run Randall. Actually, you might run Randall because you have Dawn. Shit, that's a whole new deck. I got to build. <laughs> like, I think that might work. Randall with Dawn. Hmm. Yeah. Makes him huge. I like it. It doesn't... If for some reason he's knelt in the plot phase, you can stand him as you reveal a new plot, which is nice. I mean, Bear is a major weakness for Martel right now. I guess, yeah, it, it counters Stannis, like, really nicely. You just... I'm not going to stand him. Oops, he's standing. Good luck. <laughs> Yay! Is Randall twice per round or twice per phase? Uh, I don't know. Because if he's tw twice per round, that's really nice. I know an easy way to find out. Give me 30 seconds and continue to talk about anything else. Uh, you know, I tried searching Randall. That's not how you spell it, is it? It's with a Y. <sighs> George, why do you make things difficult? Twice per phase! Lovely. Oh, phrase. Phase is better, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's nice. I like it. Maybe we should get Shieldy and make that. Uh, can do. It's got strength boosts aplenty, so Doran's game is nice and easy to trigger with Marjorie. Yeah, we just run some uh, the entry icon attachment. Yeah, should we try that instead then? I don't know. Let's let Craven <laughs> let decide that. Right, so what are my options? Remind me. Uh, fealty, What's on the table? Fealty, no agenda, Rose. There, there. I'll stick with Fealty. I reckon we've all got we've all been playing a bit of Fealty, so let's stick with what we know. Okay. okay. Sure. Hey, can I be a shameless shill? Go on then. The next uh, two guys, one deck, will apparently now be Martel, Banner of the Rose. Go for it. Go for it, yeah. That sounds right, like back, a con deck. Back to Fealty. Okay, so uh, how do you do things nowadays, Aaron? Do you start with your plot deck, or do you start with oh, your draw deck, or do you start with your neutrals, or your what? Neutrals isn't a bad way to start for field Yeah, because... Um, so, uh, have we all got our deck builders up? Yes. Okay, lovely. Let's sign in this newfangled... Th I think this is only like the second deck I've built online since first ed second edition's come out. So this is exciting. Mm. So I normally just build things straight out of the binder. And just see what happens. Um, which is one of the reasons all my first edition cards need sorting so badly. So they, <laughs> they haven't been all in their binder since, like, March. Okay, so, neutrals. Three rows road, three kings road. Is that a good place to start? Um, seems logical. <laughs> so we're yeah. running guilty, so we have 15 to play with. So we're definitely not running any other locations, right? Uh, what, neutral locations? Neutral locations. So yeah, like, I don't think the Iron Throne's worth it. No. If if we can find a slot for it, great. But I I wouldn't miss it at all. So, and are there any other neutral locations? <laughs> yeah, there. There's Street of Sisters and uh, oh, one other. new cards. Yeah, of course. No, no, there's Street of Sisters. 
Yeah, no, I don't want Street of Sisters. Can we talk no, about I don't think we need Street of Sisters. Um, in terms of locations, I was running um, Three Kings Road and Two Rose Roads. Right. You're brave. Yeah. See, I could see it more the other way around because you want that stable base. But we just three and three, and that'd be crazy. Well, did it? Did it work for you? Two and three. Um, fifty-fifty. I'll be honest. One of my games, I was fine for economy. Uh, I was just trying to keep in mind the limited because we were going to run three Blood Orange Groves, I assume. Nine seems to be the sweet spot. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with nine. Uh, I've been running eight in a lot of my decks. Okay, well, I'm happy to be out. I'm happy to be outvoted. Okay, we'll we'll keep the six. Bear in mind, I made that cut to make the room for the Noble Lineage, so, you know, if we don't go down that route, it doesn't matter so much. Okay, well, we'll see what other neutrals we've got, but I think starting with six neutral limiteds is is baseline, and then you you go from there, I, I feel. Okay. Are we okay playing Varus? Uh, yeah. Do do we want Varus? I I wasn't running Varus. Um, I I obviously I love him. He's amazing. He's yeah, the worst best card in the core set. Um, <laughs> or the best worst card. I don't know. Well, I, I was him, leaning I towards him. dropping him and having so Varus is Sandy of the core set. Yes, he's <laughs> yes. Sandy of the core set. Don't think he drinks as much or looks anything like him. But other than that, yeah. Sandy's a Sandy's a mermaid, right? Neither yeah, one of them. <laughs> um, right, so basically, Dave, you weren't running him. I was. I was and was doubtful about it, and so was Aaron. So I'm going to suggest we don't run him and see what happens. Okay. The main reason I felt comfortable not running him is that there's so seems to be so many weenies that I just dropped so many cards all the time that it would have hurt me more. Yeah. Because I need a lot of board presence to protect my big guys and make these big challenges. So I, I, I didn't see the need for him, but I, I could be convinced. I think we should go with our gut, go with our initial impressions, and, and drop him. Okay. Can we add rattle shirts times two? Uh, I was running one, two would be great. So yeah. Sure, two rattle shirts. We want wild blink horde. Uh, I'm willing to give it a go. Yeah, I think the whole uh, synergy with what's the face is fantastic. So two up. Aaron. And, do we, and do we want little finger? So how I've got, I've got this set on uh, only two core set. We're using one core set. No, that's that's not right. Sort yourself uh, out, Dave. I've only used this. I've only used this deck builder once before. Uh, while you're there, hit sets and make sure that uh, taking the black is quick. Yeah, it is. That's fine. Okay, so we're taking two rattle shirts raiders and what do you say? Two wild and cord or? Mm-hmm. I, just, I, think, right? I, I feel like three's too many. Yeah, yeah. and one is not enough. Yeah, so that works for me. Um, do we want some little fingers? Uh, I vote no. No? Okay. Um, everyone likes little finger more than I do, so I'm willing to listen. I think it's... I was going to say one. He's a good safety net. Yeah, I mean, the extra bit of economy helps, uh, although Fealty obviously smooths that out a bit. But as, as you know, Martel does hurt for draw, even if Doran is all right. Um, so that would be my main thing. Until first snow arrives... I would pack a little. Oh, thing. first snow is going to do so many good things to this deck. It's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. But although I think if first snow arrived, I'll be bannering to the rose for the, you know, Marjorie and like stuff, and the, in the higher cost characters to give it a bit more staying power on a first snow turn. Stay focused, Dave. But, Stay yeah, on target. Okay. It's fine. Let's carry on. So one little finger. One little, one little finger. Let's see if we can fit it. And now sure. to. But if we have to cut a neutral, we should look at him first. Yeah, I think I think so. So 
I have an argument for milk, and I think milk is generally a bad card. Right. But I wasn't running milk today, so I'm interested to hear what you got to say. And I have one, so again, <laughs> oh, we've got all the bases covered. I run two milk because I'm protecting Dawn. Protecting Dawn? What, from Rattleshirt's Raiders? No, people are on confiscation. People, most people don't want Oh, oh sorry. Right, okay, yeah. Uh, they're going to they see a milk on their big guy, they're immediately confiscating it. And now I can play Dawn and have my plus seven strength, plus five strength, whatever. I, I can see that. And even if they hit Dawn with it, you've then got a milk on their big guy. So it's not the other so world. Okay, so should we go, go with two and uh, move from there? Yep, I'm happy with that. Paper clips. And off to events. We have 13 or 15? Well, do we want any seal of the hands? I'm not sure if we've got anyone that it, you know really needs it. It's nice on Doran, but... I was running one today, and at no point would I have been that bothered about seeing it, even when I was playing against Barra. I think that's probably your answer, then. Mm. I didn't feel like I needed it. Okay. We've got a little bit of kind of... Um, shenanigans with with Ariane should we need it if we need to jump someone in because we desperately need a standing bod you know there's no one here who we really need standing all the time yeah, um, exactly. so I don't think it's necessary right. it's bloody expensive none of them then yeah. while, we're, while we're here while we're on that topic um, a suggestion for people trying this deck once we eventually make it stick Dawn on Doran yes like let them have to deal with that on the top of Viper and they don't have a good choice anymore. Yeah. The um, aforementioned like twenty odd strength challenge that I made was uh, as a result of the Viper and Doran while he, whilst he was wielding Dawn, um, and a few extra chads who came along to, to bump it up. Um, so yeah, it, it's a very legit play, doing it? It's, it's always that you know don't put all your eggs in one basket. If you can split split your threats, if they have to deal with the Viper and Doran and whatever Ariane might throw in, like that's a lot better than just oh I have to deal with the Viper. And the rest, I could, it's just fine. Um, in an absolute pinch, so, Dawn is hilarious on a house day night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it actually gave me a nightmare. Someone did it against me the other day. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, Neil, a character? Intimidate, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Um, right, so cool. no seal of the hands. We don't want bodyguard. None of that. So no. uh, we're on events, you say. The lightning bolts. Um, um, have two problems. We right. want both put to the sword and put to the and uh, tears of list. Uh, do we want put to the sword? Is that that important in this deck? I guess no. it's fairly easy to trigger with viper. <coughs> I reckon we're okay with just tears. Yeah, okay. it hits. It hits what? Unless they're specifically protect something, protecting something with little little birds or Celise. It hits most of the seven costers. We're running costers. And we, we can hit anything with strength four or less with confiscation. Yeah. So it's mainly like Danny and Tywin that are the, the real issues. And you've got Kaleot, so there's a bit of movement there. We have ways around this. Yeah, I think I think Tears is better, certainly, in this deck. Um, if we can play both, great, but I, I don't think we've got the room. We, we definitely haven't got the room. We're up to what? We've uh, got 13 five... neutrals now. Yeah, so we definitely... <laughs> Well, that's 15. Do we want the third tiers or the little thing? Um, I could I'm, I could go with three tiers. I think it's a three tiers, yeah. Yeah. Off he goes, then. Lovely. Hey, I officially agree with you guys more than I do Will. <laughs> hey. This interview is going perfectly. 
Maybe you'll get the job, Lagoza. Maybe. Um, I was running uh, Put to the Torch in my deck yep. as well. I had one Obviously because we're, we're walking on the uh, same guidelines, which I didn't play at all. I, I did. I took out a red keep. It's a medical. Like, how much wall are you seeing? Because I think it's mostly for the wall. Um, secondary Dave plays the wall, but most of the play people playing no. the wall around here is me. So if I'm playing this deck, the wall probably isn't being played. <laughs> so uh, the benefits of a small meta. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to keep it in, but I, I don't want to cut anything we've currently got that's neutral, so it's just going to have to stay out. Yeah. It's nice and easy. And the other thing would be Hans Judgment, but I, I again... I Sorry? I love Hans Judgment, but you know what shuts down um, Bloodrollow? Dracarys? Yeah. Um, putting Dawn on Dorian. So that's yeah. basically been that. Sorry, I'm also now drunk. <laughs> that's half, bo- half bottle of whiskey entirely in me. <laughs> Fantastic. What time's that over there? Like six o'clock? Um, Going well. 17, yeah. yeah. 6 a.m. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so that's our 15 neutrals. We've got two raiders, two wildling hordes, because obviously Dawn and North of the Wall is awesome. Um, two Milk of the Poppy, six economy, and three tiers of lease. That That's pretty nice, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, as we've got the events up, do we want to go straight in with the in-house events? Free confinement? Yeah. And free Doran's games? I think so. <laughs> wow, we're done. Yeah, that was easy. Uh, Next. How are you, have you played much Unbowed, Unbent, and Broken, Aaron? Um, yeah, a little bit. It's very hard to control initiative, especially if Bree joins in your meta. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it in the anti-banter, but it was inconsistent in that I would not play it in any other deck. The plot deck I built and was using to the oh, I I built the plot deck that I took from Don and modified with the long plan, um, and I I'm going to argue for keeping roughly towards that when we get there. Hasn't got the ability to dictate the initiative. No. Um, it, to the point where I was very dubious about him keeping Sunspear in. So, unbound, unbent, and broken, definitely no way. Sure. I'm down one Sunspear too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I assume we'll move on to locations next. Sure. As we're going back across the. Uh... Stuff. Uh, so well, let's all just take three times Gaston Grey now. Yeah, yeah. There's no discussion there. That's yeah. Blood Orange. Uh, three of them. Yep. Okay. One Sunspear. That looks good to me. Do you guys want two Sunspear? I haven't been able to trigger it regularly enough. No, I got it off twice today. Um, but the vast majority of the time I was being made first player. So, um, yeah, I don't think it needs to be there. It's not that important. Um, you know what Sunspear is great with? Varus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no true. Ooh, two claim intrigue. Lovely. <laughs> okay. I'm willing to leave it out. I think one Sunspear then. Yeah. Uh, attachments. There's only one in house attachment. How many are we taking of it? I was running one, but it is so good that oh, two I'd... would be fine with that. I-, I would want at least two. Uh I was going to argue for three. Yeah? I'm running two, but... I'm, I'm running two, and I was always happy to see it. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, that just... I want to see it more. Yeah, I, I could definitely go with three and then cut down from there. I'm going to argue for two, because I think we're going to end up going to two anyway. Okay. Okay, okay we can always go up. Yep. Just Am I allowed to curse? 
Um, definitely. You have listened to the show, right? Yeah, just I don't know if I'm allowed. Yeah, guest on, yeah of course you are. <laughs> you, you've got guest right, and it, to us, guest right, you can curse, you can do what you like. Yeah, Ooh. say whatever you well, within reason, you can say whatever you like. Yeah. I can't sleep with Dave's Game of Thrones. And we don't censor our guests, unlike uh, some of our hosts, so. Uh, I've been on Beyond the Wall like four or five times, and every time it's just like, oh shit, I put everything I said. <laughs> no, we like it. Uh, we like it real. We we like to think of our casters. This is what it's like when we're in the pub and talking Thrones half the time. Yeah. Except we're slightly more coherent in the pub. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So characters, and uh, we've got thirty. Are, are you with thirty cards at the moment? Thirty cards left. That yeah. looks pretty good to me. So, thirty-one yeah. characters, or thirty-one more characters. Yeah. Oh, are we going for a sixty-one card deck? I was yes. hoping we would. <laughs> I like sixty-one. Okay, fantastic. So it's, it's for the banter. It is. You're right. Yes. <laughs> Which I actually tell Dave when he bitches at me now. But Dave, Dave Stroms. Ah, uh, Stroms. Yeah. Yeah. Stroms. Like, well, I'm gonna cut a random card. I'm like, but it's for the banter. Yeah. When you when you get prolific at saying that, you just drop in, you just look at someone and go, Bants. Yeah. And they know what you mean. Top so, so Start doing that and just go, well, Bants. And they know. <laughs> okay, so, uh, do, should we go down the list or should we go uh, on a curve? I like to go cost curve upwards, so I like to start with the weenies. Okay. And work okay. up from there. Um, Desert Scavenger is the lowest weenie. Three of? Yes. Can yeah, we take three six? I would. Yeah. <laughs> Bastard Daughter 3? Uh, yeah, I think so. I was running 2, simply because I had altered a deck that only had, you know, Corset. Uh, but yeah, I, every time I see it in whatever deck I'm playing it, I'm loving it. It's, it's so good. Cool. Watching people figure out if they should military you, and then if they're running Wildfire, it's even better. Oh yeah. Yes, isn't it just? And if they, for some reason, put the Viper to the sword, you're just like, Consolation prize. <laughs> Plus claim, so I'll do it twice. <laughs> well, yeah, what a, uh, what a weak consolation it is, though. <laughs> hey, for my seven gold investment, I've got a card. Right. Hey, if you have two or three bastard daughters, they all trigger up the viper, don't they? Uh, they do, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's a yeah. hand And then, it. of course, one of them is going to die for claim. So yeah. the, bo- the yeah. hand goes. Minus three or four cards. Yeah, which is pretty nice. And as we Bang. say, you know, the viper's shit, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Two Edric Dangs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is he two? God, he's only two. That's awesome. Uh, three Green Blood Traders. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yes. Two Day Knights? Um, I feel like you're going to run out of space. Uh, yeah, I see. I'd want three simply because of the Dawn Synergy. And because they're a nice weenie. Uh, but they would be the weenie I'd want to cut, I think. We so, go two. We can two add. And we can go up. Yeah. Alright, uh... Hota, two? Two. Yeah. yeah, I'm running two, and I'm happy with that. Definitely. Mm. Now, this is where we're going to diverge, I think, because I'm running three Dornish Paramours. Uh, um, no. And I don't think they're that good. <laughs> I don't... I don't... I, I, I vote zero. Uh, well, if we're not going to bulk them out with the, other in, the other attachments and that sort of thing, then I would also agree we don't need the icon. The ability is mediocre when you're Actually, just doing with one, so... How about one? Because they're going to make us first because we're Martel. So one's not going to bite us. No, nope. we can cut later. 
I think uh, the Paramours are the kind of card that are just going to get better in the future when we've got a bit more control, a bit more icon manipulation, and we can just kneel those last few threats. That'll be a lot nicer. Um, but yeah, should we, should we go for one? Should we go for one? Because if nothing else, it's a good way to almost kind of ensure a, a lose-lose situation if you go along with Kaliots and you can basically engineer a position where, you know, you're going to lose the entry challenge, so you put a big one in and take an icon somewhere else. So they do give some, some trickery. It's a great way to kill Tywin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And trick just those two. Wait. <laughs> what are yeah. you going to do, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> Unopposed, or do you want to win it? <laughs> Up to you. Um, okay. Sure. Okay. So as we're talking about him, how, how many copies of uh, Kaleot do we want? Two? Two. Two? Okay. Yeah, he, he suffers from the classic maester problem of being brilliant, but quite flammable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My big problem is I only run one of anything that can, or I mean, unless I'm bannering Stark, I only run one of anything that uh, that Targ location, that's name I don't ever remember. Plaza. Plaza, the Plaza of ruined my life for. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But it's fine. Two makes sense. We're Two's running problem. two Edrics as well, so... Yeah, well, but Edric gets Dawn on him, and Edric then rules the board. True, true. That little guy with the purple shirt. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. Right. Barak Abara. One of One, yeah. I, I have not one. played her yet. Is she good? Oh, mate, she's really good. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, we'll make you first a lot, so you military, and then sit there and defend their power. Sure. Um, that. <laughs> the, the tournament we went to, Dave, last week, um, Jack was catching Ian out of this all the time. <laughs> he was sort of Ian's going power, and Jack's like, "Yeah, defend." I'm like, well, how? Well, Avara, <laughs> she is. People forget. So, Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, are we on Tarion, or am I wrong? I think. Oh we no, are. Alice Spearman. Um, I vote yeah. two. Two. Okay. They're good. I don't. Three is a lot. Or someone who's probably going to do nothing most turns. I like well, Ariana, which is nice. No, no, Palace Spearman. Yeah, yeah, he means you can put them into play with Ariane. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Three just seems a lot. If you want three, I'm. I'm oh no, I'm, I'm happy with two. I'm. Just, I don't run them, so I'm just looking at them and thinking. Hmm. But yeah, I can go with two. I'm. I'm running two at the moment. I quite like them. Um, again, they probably will not see that intrigue icon very much, but. I'm not sad to see them though, even if they're just a four for four mill power. Yeah, like they're they're a solid uh, solid stat line, so that should be good. They're not loyal, are they? No, it's a shame. No. They aren't loyal. Shame. Okay, so let's go with two of them. So Ariane, are we going for three Ariane or two? Three. Yeah, I... three gets my vote. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, last week I said I was a bit underwhelmed with her, but she's she's obviously better in a deck that has things like Hotar and the Green Blood Trader. Yeah. The only reason I'm saying three is because, I mean, the build I was using today was only running two, but this build already has got a lot more in it, which she could drop in, like the hordes especially. Mm, the hordes so are really nice. If we're going to commit to stuff that Ariane can get in, it makes sense, doesn't it? Let's fully commit. Let's go for it then. So lovely Ariane. Let, let her lose Intrigue. Like, she goes away to Intrigue, you've got two more. Yeah. 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 Okay, uh, so we're up to the big boys now, aren't we? Three and three. Yeah, three I think three, so. Yep. Which puts us at 60 <laughs> cards. Right, so what do we add? <laughs> Noble uh, lineage. <laughs> a dawn. Uh, I think either a dawn or a house day night. Oh, I'm fine either way. Why don't we all do one each? 
Okay. I'm going to do noble lineage. Right, I'm going to take the knight. You can't do noble lineage. You're over on your neutrals. Oh no, I've been denied. Um... <laughs> okay, let's 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 reach a conclusion then. Okay. I did not. We've got 34 blokes, which is Good. pretty nice. Uh, so how about a location? Are there any we want? Oh like no, we Sunspear? can't. No. But... I just keep forgetting what we're um, critical mass of neutrals. You could run a single unbent on bottom. <laughs> Because I have, because once you see one, you uh, you expect there's going to be some more. I can't help but feel the uh, previously discussed half bottle of whiskey may be <laughs> rearing its head. Peel, what do you reckon should be our 61st card? I think you should put in the, uh, obviously, just put in an out-of-house card for no apparent clear reason. Because I know you can't run them in 2.0, okay. <laughs> but having one just in your deck, just like a, a little cheeky Balerian, like, wait, look at that. I know I can't <laughs> play. Same game. My deck is illegal. <laughs> but... If we're doing that, I want to put in Force Lightning. <laughs> Force Lightning is a good one. Palpatine could really uh, help this deck out, actually. Yoda would be quite good. You know, you he can throw a bit of him. In. You know what the right answer is? What? Cut the Dornish Paramour, run the third night, and then run the third dawn, so you have the extra synergy. <laughs> that makes so much more sense. <laughs> What's our and item spread? Fun. No? Yes? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. Assuming the icons are okay. But in fact, that just makes the icons better because we're cutting an intrigue for an intrigue military. Oh, it's true. So... <laughs> so leave your noble lineages alone. Oh, leave well, them I can't mind them anyway. You've upset me with that. Plots? Yeah. So hang on, I just need to edit this. So we're dropping the paramour. We're bumping up to three of the... The trader and door. No, sorry, the night and the dawn. And then a third copy of dawn. Okay. All right. So plots. Let's oh, let's do the long game trick. You'll like it, I promise. I'm in for it. Yeah, yeah. So long game and counting coppers. Yep. yep. Otherwise, we're running the same plots as before. So. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Where the long plan? There we go. Uh, yeah. So we want um, noble cause. We do. We want summons. Uh, do we want summons? Yeah, I think we want summons. What are we particularly digging for? Uh, Doran, early Viper, Arihan's really good. Like all our characters are good. <laughs> At yeah. the very worst, you get a Green Blood Trader, and then you uh, get another card. So. And then you go get a uh, Gaston with Greenblood Trader. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, I'm I'm loath to drop summons from any of my decks at the moment. Uh, oh, yeah. I run building in Night's Watch and maybe Barra, but okay. other than that, I'm running summons in most of my decks. So, One heads on spikes. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, is the spike it's made for. So, Calm Over Restros. Yeah. Confiscate. We need something to open with. Yeah, definitely. Because otherwise James will beat you, and that's not acceptable. Yeah, no, that isn't acceptable at all. Uh, uh, competition. Yeah, so the only other thing that I was running is Game of Thrones, which is really nice in the step. I would like to swap out potentially either Calm or Noble. 
I think so. noble cause is really useful because we have a lot of high end lords and ladies. Yeah, so I reckon maybe calm should go. And I, we put in... I keep discussing this with John because John keeps going, but I really like Game of Thrones. What are you opening with if you don't have calm? Are you just opening noble and hoping for the best? Uh, I think if I don't have calm and I have Game of Thrones, I would often open with that. Depends on depends what you play against. That's scary. Uh, but the thing is, I I like to run calm and Game of Thrones. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's just so good against Greyjoy and, like, Stark and stuff. It just shuts them down completely. So, Game of Thrones is crucial to us here, so we need to get this in somewhere. Yeah, so okay. I would say either Heads or Summons or Long Plan would be the weaker three. I personally, out of those three... I mean, Heads is the summons. most... Heads is the most inconsistent fun. it is the most fun which is what we're all about it is the most inconsistent <laughs> of the three but it's so good with gaston gray yeah so yeah i'm, I'm gonna say summons no heads is the right answer i wish it wasn't because i've been shit talking heads forever <laughs> but i run it in some decks it's just silly that people think it's overpowered um no. I think that's the right answer. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's not overpowered, and it's wonderful banter. And mine's signed by Nate French, which makes it even better. So Yeah. <laughs> so, what's um, your vote for cutting, Dave? Heads? I think I, I would rather cut heads than summons, but I think you could you could try it the other way around. I just I would I would loathe cutting summons. I think it's well, pretty useful. We are at now. This is the final decision point, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But so, summons, Littlefinger has to be there. Because now we're short of draw. And then we don't have a way to see Littlefinger, so... Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, using summons to see your draw is really important. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to get rid of Hilton Spikes, because if there's any deck where it's actually made for, it's this. It is. <laughs> well, the anti-bands are notwithstanding. Yeah. Um, well, is cut is cutting confiscation plan. completely insane? Yeah. Um, no. Mildly. <laughs> yeah. It's I, not I don't the know. Greatest, it's, we're not talking, you know, um, scurvy cutthroat crazy here. But... No, I mean, but then you're redoing a lot of the deck, right? Because Edric without a confiscation is sad. Yeah. I mean, you've got Rattleshirt's Raiders, so they do some of the work. I mean, you better see them. Yeah. And and you you can get them with summons if you like. I I feel dirty dropping confiscation. Okay, look, I agree. Useful. I'm looking and at it, they... and the only reason I'm looking at heads is just because it's funny and it will make people cry on card game DB. <laughs> so perhaps it should That's go. That's a good reason you win. <laughs> uh, okay, so I we have to have Game of Thrones. We absolutely have to have it in. So something's got to go. So. <laughs> People crying card game DB is my reason to exist. Yeah. <laughs> would you be happy dropping the long plan? Like, how good was that for you today? I found it genuinely fantastic. It it, it makes Counting Coppers so much less of a tempo hit. If you went into, if Counting Coppers read three three one, it'd see a lot more play. I run Counting Coppers in every deck. I I've been running it in my Lannister decks, um, and What's I ran that? it in my anti banter deck. Like, I don't run it in Terrell, I guess. So I run every deck that's not Terrell. I, I like and, it. And let's not forget the long plan enables um, events which you normally wouldn't have to pay for. 
No. Yeah, long plan is great. I don't disagree. Okay. So oh. let's drop heads and put in Game of Thrones. No. <laughs> oh, I was so close to doing it then. <laughs> it it made card game TV cry. You don't understand how much of it means. It does mean a lot, isn't it? That's a that's an important decision point. So it's summons or it's long plan we drop, I think. And hey, I think fuck, I vote fuck confiscation. Oh confiscation. Okay. I, I look at if I'm going to a tournament, I'm totally playing confiscation over one of those. <laughs> but for our deck. I think it depends on the tournament. If it's like a you know, a regional you drop heads on spikes. If it's a in game night kit, you drop confiscation. In New York, no one's playing milk. Yeah, so you're fine. Yeah. What it's about just... Calm over Westeros? I know I've already said it, but I'm coming back to it. It's it's too useful as an opener. It can't be it can't be naval superiority and it helps you set up either your intrigue or your military. It's just oh. I've been running it in most of my decks since I got yeah, it's in almost everything. It's just if you really want to get set up, if you have that core setup that happens really regularly, given the size of the card pool, you can calm and say, no military, and then just be able to play stuff out fairly safely. Mm. And God, if they open sneak with that whole bullshit, you're just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, or if you're playing against that um, you know, buddy cop deck, the Targ Lannister, yeah. you can keep it back a few turns and just be like, no, Drogo, not having any <laughs> of your shit. Right. And in fairness, you Game of Thrones that also. Yeah, true, true, but... Yeah. But do you yeah. want to risk that and risk they're not running a regular Targlet? Mm. And then you're sad because they dropped Danny. <laughs> what we can do, lads? I already cut confiscation. If you guys disagree, speak up. <laughs> uh, I, I'm still undecided. I, I think Heads on Spikes is the right decision. It's not the banter decision, though. That's not our way. So yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna quietly remove heads on spikes and not speak of this again. <laughs> You're the one that fought most hard for it. <laughs> no, after, only after thinking about it at length. <laughs> what do you think, uh, Peel? Are you still there? I think heads on spikes every single way. Heads on spikes is by far the funnest card. Okay. <laughs> no one's debating just because it. No one's debating it just how makes fun it is. Cry. Here. And you smile and you go, aha, I'm going to take hold of your, I don't know, Brienne of Tar. Yeah. But Peel, you open with heads and spikes. How are you going to get Brienne of Tar? <laughs> Magic. Mate. Magic. Uh, fantastic. Peel travels back in time and flips it at UK Nationals. See, I like to combine my decks, first edition and second edition. So at the moment, I'm running some wild shit. <laughs> oh, classic. Um, that would be an idea for a tournament, by the way. <laughs> oh, God, don't give him ideas. So, yeah. Final step? Uh, I think I think I would cut heads on spikes. Yeah, I did already. Mm. Again. Yeah. Although that pains me. <sighs> I was going to say, why can't I have Betrayal of the Wall so I can have eight plots? But that just wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. But we've got the wildlings for it. <laughs> Betrayal would be awesome. We've got good wildlings. Yeah. Uh, okay, so plots. Let's go. Buy heads on spikes. Hey, you have a deck. Okay. So lovely. 61 cards. Um, and seven main plots. Banter, and now it just lost its banter. That's the thing. I, I'm probably going to take a variation on this, do a small tournament in a couple of weeks. So I'll see if I can bring the banter back. 
um, just like Tim, uh, Justin Timberlake attempted to. In fairness, it's definitely 61 cards. Yeah. Which helps. Okay, so when the new next chapter pack comes out, we get Nymeria Sand and we get the shitty event that no one likes. So, two Nymeria you add to this? No, three. Three Nymeria. I don't think you understand how good Nymeria is going to be. Oh, I understand how good she is. I just, I'm still in that first edition mentality of running lots of duplicates makes me sad. How much does Nymeria cost? Five. I don't care if she costs 12, she's fantastic. Uh, yeah, but with five, you can bring her in halfway through a phase with Ariane. And then, by the way, your your Tywin has no injury. Tears, hey, banter! <laughs> oh, that's banter. Yeah, that will bring the banter back. <laughs> I think then, you, if you're doing full banter, you bring in the two heads on spikes and building season to go and get Gaston Grey. Yes. That's a different deck entirely. <laughs> Who do we cut for her, then? The Wild Dicks? A Dawn and the Knight are the easy ones, because they were our last ads. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, then a, and then a palace might... spearman, maybe. Um, yeah, one of the palace spearmen. Sure, that makes sense. She's going to gonna be able. To, she's a similar strength, and she can get whichever icon you need. So, and she's better. She's yes. so much better. Uh, you would definitely have to run confiscation if you're running her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she a lady? I, I assume not, because the sand snakes normally aren't, are they? They're normally bastards. And Your prediction: She's one of the top three characters in the game. What Nymeria? Oh yeah, yeah, I can see that. She's dirty good. Yeah, she just stop. Like you know how Balon's a giant pain in the ass. Yeah. Now with Nymeria. No, no. Uh, for those who I don't think we've actually discussed Nymeria on the cast yet, have we? So, Nymeria, for those who haven't seen her, is a Sand Snake character with no icons. But the challenge's action: choose a character, an opponent's character with an icon. They lose that icon, and all Sand Snakes gain that icon till the end of the phase. So you're stealing people's intrigue icons and tears of leasing them. You're stopping Balon fuck about with his military challenges. It's just, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing that is going to make many people very, very, very sad. And the best thing is that the bastard daughters are sand snakes. So you're just like, oh, you lose one intrigue icon. I've gained four intrigue icons. Let's go Doran's game. <laughs> yeah, let's play. Um, yeah, I, I, she's going to be good. Uh, and the other event was something to do with getting gold to the number yep. of used plot cards you have. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah they're, they're good, good, good binder fodder. Yeah, I didn't even realise it existed for about a week after it was spoiled. So it, in a weird sense, like so many 2.0 cards have been like, this is going to be garbage. Like, you know, oh, Doran's game. Yeah. <laughs> like, we should at least wait and see. The problem is, uh, unlike Look, Doran's I, game, it doesn't just win you the game. It's, oh, you might get up to five gold extra. But this card is literally right. useless turn one and turn seven. Left and right? <sighs> yeah. But I still don't like left and right. Oh, one of each. Oh, fine. I'm fine with one of each at the moment because of the small card pool. Um, yeah. And you're running summons anyway, so you can get them if you really think they're useful. Uh, but they're only in that spot until Valor comes out. Yeah. And then they're just so bad. That's a different Which is world that we can't even look at. True, but that, that's, what, uh, that's what a lot of a lot of first edition players were rating on them, rating them on initially. They're saying, okay, well, whatever. But when Valor comes out, this is why you don't play them. New question. What do you think Valor's stat line should be? Ooh. Um, 3-0-0? Zero, zero. What about reserve? I would hope it's 6. Yeah, it's going to have to be low, isn't it? But not ridiculously low. 3-0-0-6 zero, zero, or 4-0-0-5? 
I could, I could go with four zero zero five. Um, if it's any lower than five, it will be too difficult to recover from. I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, race on the mist, so I don't think five can. Uh, four. How, how much is race on the mists? It's four zero zero one, but negative two to your reserve of a minimum two. Yeah, yeah. So if you time that on a valid turn, that could be quite brutal. Uh, I mean, it's brutal if it's at a five, but it's at least you know. Yeah, I can remember from brutal. I think three zero zero six would be where I would start start it, and then that that would be my yeah. first thought, certainly. Yeah. But I, is I, that about right? Like, are we adding about one gold to most plots? I'd yeah. say about right. Person? Yeah. Or four, four zero zero five. So rates doesn't have, you know, so rates still really hurts. Yeah, yeah, I could go with that. Four gold. I mean, three gold is not a lot in second edition, but. Yeah. What's going to be really nice is Long Plan into Valor. Yeah. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be all over that. Is Long Plan limit one per deck? Uh, yes. Shame. Long Plan so. into Long Plan into Valor. <laughs> yep. Yeah, deck it's, it's limit one. Shame. Is it limit? Oh. I assume Valor will also be limit one. Oh, <laughs> if it's not, Valor, Valor, Varus, Wildfire. First up. <laughs> yeah. I've, Everybody dies. I've played uh, decks in first edition with Valor, Wildfire, Aftermath, and Bleeds. And it's just... It's so much fun. I, my target to Lenny was um, Valor, Personal, Wildfire, and... Oh, not Wildfire, Aftermath. It's, it's insane. It's just so good. Multiple resets. The first, I took a Rush deck to my first tournament. I played uh, Martathian out of Alliance. Um, that was your first deck? Yeah. Oh, I know, right? Before it was cool. Um, and I ran Valor and Wildfire, which was awesome in that deck. Um, because once you got, you know, duped Stannis, duped Viper, a couple of bodyguards, Valor, you don't don't care about zero claim. Like, it doesn't matter. And Wildfire just thins the board a bit so they can impact more. So, oh, it was wonderful. Double resets. But yeah. I love Rush for a while in first edition. Mm. And then they fucking restricted Art of Seduction and it broke my heart. Art of Seduction is one of my favorite cards. It's just... Incredible. So good. Okay. Uh, so I think we've pretty much covered Martel in second edition and this set, first edition talk is kind of pushing us on to our ending segment. Are we happy yeah, to... What I'm doing as we speak, I'm just going to save and tidy up the deck list I've saved and I will publish it when uh, we go... Uh, when the episode goes up. So if you're listening to this, you can toddle over to Thrones DB. And to check out the House Martel deck, which is called Battle Behind the Throne, episode 25. Lovely job, Have a little look, let us know what you think, and yeah, go from there. Sure. Okay, then. Slaps? Oh, fuck, wrong hat, sorry. What? Props and slaps? <laughs> if you want to <laughs> prop or slop something, then I'm happy to do that. I would be glad to prop and we, slop. We propped and slopped one episode, didn't we? I was yeah. there. <laughs> or I was listening, listening, I guess. Yeah. We had, we had epic theme music and an opening quote. It was wonderful. We did, yeah. Okay, go on then. Prop something, Craven. We have to uh, props to the song two episodes ago. Oh, Let It Bleeds. Yes. Yes. Best song ever. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It was, uh, it was good fun. Uh, as we've said before, there, there will be more. Yes. When we find Waffle. We had a very I... productive trip home from Starlet. Yes, yes, we did. Um it's a Kyle Vansel. Yeah. And he was like, what the fuck is this? I don't want to listen to this shit. <laughs> that's his answer to everything I sent him. <laughs> and I was like, shut up. Here's the minute mark. And I gave him like five minutes early. So I 
got a bunch of messages on Facebook of him being like, what the fuck? You're a dick. And then I'm my God, this is the best thing I've ever heard. Oh my God. <laughs> exactly. That's the reaction we were going for. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for propping that. Uh, I guess I'll prop you for coming on the cast and being so friendly. I'd like to prop the Steam sale. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, I even took some time out of my Christmas day to have a little perusal. Um, yeah. I do love a Steam sale. So yeah, that's my prop. Five out of seven would bang. <laughs> yes. I'm going to slop going back to work tomorrow. Because that's going to make me incredibly sad. I've, I've only had the bank holidays off this year. And that is sad. Oh, I've got a slop. Yeah. A big one. I went to see Star Wars yesterday. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm not going to drop any spoilers. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but... I've avoided spoilers for some time, yeah? Sat down, popcorn in hand, getting ready. All's good. Five minutes in, not even that. Something happens. Kid behind me turns to his mum and goes, oh, that is... And he does those blanks. All contained really significant spoilers. I think I know the ones you mean. (laughs) So I was like, oh, my God. No, don't react. It's just a kid. It doesn't matter. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Five minutes later on, does it again. Right, at this point, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna force choke him. <laughs> and his mum. <laughs> his mum should have stepped in and said to him, "Now listen here, little Johnny. Do be quiet. Some people may not have seen this, but no, no. This kid kept this up the whole way through the film. You didn't say anything. You are a much better man than I. I, I just." But the wife knew what was going on. Like I felt her like hand gripping mine, like in that oh god sort of way that she does. Um, and you know, I bet child. she does. Yeah. <laughs> um, everyone. I'd yeah. be in jail. <laughs> it's going to happen. He's going to lose it. Um, and it got to the point where I was dreading like a lull in the music because I was fearing he was going to drop something else in. Um, and yeah, it, oh, why why wouldn't you silence your child when they're doing that? Why wouldn't oh. you just say stop it? That stop talking the in the movie, if nothing else, but stop dropping massive spoilers. So, yeah, that is my slot. But it didn't ruin my enjoyment of the film, which I won't go into, but 10 out of 10, I really enjoyed it. So the, the difference between England and America. Um, in America, some 20-year-old wandered around the line trying to be a dick and announcing spoilers, and people beat him into a coma. And I don't know <laughs> a single person who's been like, oh, that poor kid. It's like, yeah, he kind of got what he deserved. Yeah, absolutely. I actually uh, I read about that, and apparently when the police turned up, they uh, they deemed it as a justified assault. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, and everyone went in to watch the film. No one was arrested. It's like, oh no, better call you an ambulance. Uh, everyone enjoy it. You can say what you like about policing in America, but that gets my vote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully supportive of that action. Oh, Aaron, you haven't slopped anything. I haven't oh. propped anything. No, no, I want to prop you for playing so many prize cards that you handed me a win once. What's that? Uh, when we played at, uh, what was it? What was oh, name? of Blackwater. course, yeah. And, um, Blackwater. Blackwater, yeah. yeah Fionn Greyjoy um, killed himself, basically, and gave you the game, didn't oh, he? <laughs> all the prize. I got 11 power off prize. <laughs> yeah. 11. I had to get four power through my own effort. Yeah, well, you know, welcome to the UK, man, like. Just made, made your uh, your journey to the UK pleasant, you know. I thought, hey, I'd give him a hand. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, that was when I was playing my oh. LIV2 House of Dreams. Yeah. yeah. I probably should have cut a few of those prize cards, to be fair. But if you want to see a deck full of prize cards, I should send you a deck I submitted to Starlux's Driver Not the Car the same year. Um, I misunderstood really what Driver Not the Car meant. And I just figured it was a case of you turned up the wackiest deck and if you can drive it, then well done. But people were taking it really seriously. So there's a lot of guys <laughs> who are picking up decks which are really well put together. And there was mine, which is, we called it the Prize of the North. And it was basically all the stock prize cards from the recent cycle chucked in. Um, it was a Tully deck and I didn't put River Run in. Um, and yeah, people were really, really unhappy. But no one knew who the deck belonged to. So I was just sitting there <laughs> playing games, just hearing people losing their shit over it. Um, and it was one of my highlights of the whole tournament. In, in my last <laughs> game of that tournament, uh, the guy opposite was me was just like, I just played with this Stark deck that was Tully's and had all this prize and didn't have River Run. How are you supposed to win with that? I was like, hey, man, I played that deck last night. I won a game with it. I beat yeah. Lanny many things. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's legit if you're crazy. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you're welcome for the prize. It was my pleasure. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Okay, shall we uh, cards beginning with then? Yeah, go on. This is it, guys. Well, last time. The podcast was formed around this entire segment. So this is quite a significant moment. You, We're passing into legend. You say that. We had we had the idea two weeks before that tournament. So you keep getting Yeah, but page. Alex kind of... When Alex heard me doing this, when I was ranting off about Sorrowful Man selling carpets, and he goes, this would be brilliant for a podcast, ah. I kind of thought, yeah, that's the last push I needed. Fair enough. So this is it. Favourite cards. What a ride. What a journey. <laughs> to think. I even said before the Black Walls. <sighs> what a clown. I didn't even think about Blockade. What's the matter? <laughs> <laughs> before the black, black Walls. Oh dear. Okay. We've all made mistakes in our life, Craven. But <laughs> anyway, I have done many things. Okay. Right. Give us one. A card beginning with Y that you like. Uh, Yezen's Grotesquery. Boom! Shit, yeah. Such a good card. Such a good card, especially when you start manipulating our All right, remember, we have second edition listeners. Talk, what is Yasin's Grotesquery? Um, I haven't got a card game DB up, so I'm going to go from memory. It is a unique... No, it's not. It's a non-unique free cost. Yep. Um, it's got the East trait. It does. I'm genuinely not looking. Um, it's got Intrigue Power Icon. Yep. Shit, yeah. And while it's participating in a challenge, anyone with a military icon doesn't count their strength. Yeah, it's also got infamy, which means nothing. So ignore that. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Literally nothing on this card. Which not mean less, given the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's absolutely superb if you basically give it a rusted sword or drop a military icon onto it um, some other way. A rusted sword was an attachment that gave plus two strength to a military icon because yeah. it turns it into a mini burning on the sands. Yeah. So nobody wins the challenge. <laughs> Yay! And because it's well, non-unique, you can do this a lot. Yeah. Um, it's a fantastic card, which did not see anywhere near enough play in Lannister. Yeah. So that's my It's, it's so much fun playing it out of a Martell deck with all the icon manipulation. You lose honestly, an icon! I, you lose an icon! I have all the icons and that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'm sort of propping myself here, but I'm well chuffed I remembered it had the East. <laughs> and that is the only trait as well. It's not even an ally. Yeah. It's the East. That's Sweet. the best thing about trait manipulation, where you can just be like, well, now that is the East. And he <laughs> yeah. is egg. Okay, <laughs> here's a item. question. Here's a question. Um, so, uh, for, for Aaron first. I, I think I know yours, Dave. So, Aaron, um, I don't know if you ever did this with 
in irregularity, but in first edition when you could give things traits through various means. Did you have a go-to trait you would use just just for the point of giving them one? No, because Dave always did. Like Dave had like fifteen obscure ones. Strokes okay. had like fifteen obscure ones that he always went to. So I wouldn't. Um, I would just like name random things. Like I would just name things that weren't legal. And <laughs> yeah. And like people would be like, that that doesn't work. They'd be like, oh well, disqualify. <laughs> Heinz is going to be like yeah. spitting in his grave. Like, <laughs> do we just? <laughs> oh, you haven't heard? Uh, yeah. Well, he he probably had some sort of fatal reaction to seeing the sixty-one card. <laughs> no, the um, the Martel. You encouraging everyone to sort of ban it about own house? <laughs> yeah. Probably finish We could have done that. That's such a shame. <laughs> I like. No, uh, I like giving the plot traits like city or military battle. That's oh, okay. One was always House Brax. Oh, House Brax is good, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. That's one of Strong's. Yeah. Seasons is a good one. <laughs> yeah. So anything that doesn't yeah. literally nothing. Treaty. Okay, anyway, I got off topic there. So, what are your guys? What about you guys for why? Is there anything other than Yezin's grotesque? Yeah, there's loads of good ones. Yes. Go on in. Z on the other hand. Or Z. Yeah. Go on, Peel, give us your Y. We know what it is. But... You grit! Yeah. <laughs> and why is you grit oh, she's wonderful? She's fantastic. Because yeah. she can take neutral cards or Night's Watch cards away from people, which is really fun when you can, uh, you know, attach a first ranger to someone. I don't know why you do that. Madness. <laughs> why are you running first ranger? What the fuck you put it on him for, you fucking idiot? Oh, you grit. I'll have him now. Yep. Love it. <laughs> I, uh, in the top 16 at Worlds, I stole one of Corey Fairty's cards with it. It was, I can't remember what it was. It was wonderful, though. <laughs> he just, Wait, his face was just like, what? <laughs> Timeout was actually important. Did you beat Corey Fairty? No, no, no. This was, um, this was in the melee, and he, uh, oh, he won the table. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, that. I was just Sorry. like, yes, let's do this. Let's steal something. And it's just so much fun. Steal all the things. I do enjoy a good stealing of someone else's card. Yeah, especially when it's an aftermath turn. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> yeah, um, I like Egret. She is fun. She has won me mellow games many a time. No, it wasn't It wasn't Corey. It was uh, Steve Simone. Oh, oh Dave. Dave, come on, man. Pull yourself together. I stole his Balon's host by using Songs of Bale the Bard to make it a nice watch. That's pretty Yeah, awesome. he was not pleased. I did steal something off Corey. I stole his Preston, which he also wasn't pleased about. But it's his own fault for bringing it out in marshalling. You were at a table with Simone. It was di- different different tables. Oh, okay. I did okay. beat Simone. I did beat Simone. I lost to Corey. No, no, no. Everyone loses to Corey. That's not a <laughs> um, Like, sitting at a table with Simone and Corey, I would just quit the game forever. <laughs> Actually, shit. I've got no chance here. Yeah. Well, no comment on that, eh? Um... I mean, they're both better than Seth, is what's important. <laughs> Love a bit of trash. Shots fired. Yeah. Shots fired. It's just true. Okay, so what's your favourite card beginning with Y? Um, you've killed the wrong dwarf. Yeah. Corset. Yeah, so amazing. Saw a play for, through the entire life of the game. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It really did. I think, as as we discussed very briefly before before we came on, there's like, what he calls it thinking. And is there any other events which see as much play as You Killed the Wrong Dwarf? Just, oh, I'm playing this house, I'll take three of that event. I mean, there's uh, no, one... no quarter, but that... Yeah, no quarter. Yeah, but no quarter is, you know, came in halfway through the game's lifespan, so... Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you guys, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know it, you kill the Rondorf as a Lannister event. Any phase, choose a Neil, a non-noble character. Then they claim a power. So just... Well, that's noble crested, yeah. which obviously doesn't matter. There's no yeah. equivalent. Crest on it. Yeah, but so it's just... The best part of it is you could just win the game by playing it whenever you want to. Yeah. Come at 14. Rondorf. I win. <laughs> it's so good. Um, didn't somebody win... Like Gen Con or Worlds or something by playing Wrong Dwarf once. I think I remember yes. hearing that somewhere. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> uh, you can still do that with uh, Consolidation of Power. It's just not the it's same. Not it's not the same. Okay, uh, so my favorite card is You Murdered Her Children, which is a Martell event. Uh, which will probably make second edition players lose their shit. Uh, it's prize two, so when you play it... Brace yourself for a card going DB, friends. <laughs> there was a bit of an uproar when it was printed, but it didn't actually see that much play. Um, it's prize two, so it was, when it... Wait, wait, wait. Time out. It didn't see much play because they had killed influence by that. Yeah, basically. Um, Reese played go it, on. as I'm going to go on to uh, say, but it's prize two, so when you play it, all your opponents gain two power. And its response, after you lose a challenge as the defender, kneel to influence to choose and discard an attacking character from play. Then, search the deck and hand of that character's controller for any number of copies of that character and discard them. Then shuffle the deck. <laughs> it's... Deck knowledge is really good. <laughs> Much better than seen in flames. It's just... The only problem with it is that in first edition, most characters you don't play in triplicate. So, unless you get Mira or Stannis, you're basically... They don't care too much. Um, because it doesn't hit the Red Viper, so... Yeah. Danny for a while? But oh. it wasn't even when Danny mattered. No, yeah, by the time Danny was printed, uh, it was basically unplayable because they hit influence so hard, yeah. Um, but Reese played it once, and he just called over, and he goes, Dave, is the Castellan restricted? Yes. <laughs> yes. He's like, is... <laughs> Pyromancer's cash restricted. Yes. <laughs> he just been looking through this guy's deck and found two restricted cards. It's like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. <laughs> You're gonna miss Pyromancer's cash. Yeah, that was uh, that was the UK Nationals last year, so that was that was good. High quality play there. Who cheated? Was it Wama? It was Wama. Uh, was it? No, it wasn't Wama. No, you won't you won't know him. Oh. And I won't embarrass him by using his name. <laughs> we all make mistakes at nationals. Yes, we do. Can we announce that it was Wama? Oh yeah, just we'll just pretend it it was Wama, <laughs> and he should know better. And it was particularly weird because he was playing them out of Baratheon Hollow Hill. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's uh, cards beginning with Y. Anything further? No. Okay. We should we should mention Young Griff. It's a good card. Young Griff is good. Do you wanna do you wanna talk about him? What does he do? Yeah, um, God, I have to explain shadows. Can we pretend I didn't say that? Okay, so you play a card face down <laughs> for two, you pay one gold at the beginning of a phase to bring him out. Go. Wow. <laughs> when you bring him out, he can stand all the characters you control. He also had all three icons and three strength and stealth. Yep. For yeah. anyone who doesn't didn't that get that about shadows and you're a magic player, it's kind of like morph, I think. So if you're playing magic and you want to Come at that from a different angle. Shadows is a bit like Morph, I believe. That may have just confused more people, but hey, work out yourselves. If, uh, if Baron Neil gets too OP restricted, they could just reprint Young Griff and we'll be, we'll be golden. 
Yeah, make him ambush. Yeah. Uh, don't get shadowed. He would have to be worded in a particular way because otherwise he's just like, oh, I'll make all my challenges and then ambush in Young Griff and stand at all my blokes. It would have to be after <laughs> a phase begins, put Young Griff into play. <laughs> yes. <laughs> otherwise he would be ridiculous. Yeah, it, has to be, it all has to be as an interrupt instead of an action. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After a phase begins, off you go. Pack your bags. Um, That's stealth, though. That's stealth. Oh, yeah, the the Tricon with stealth that suddenly popped up after the Valor was uh, pretty nice. Yeah, quite scary. He was, he was fun. Okay, uh, so there's only, what, three cards with Z? Yeah. So, uh... Talk about them all, shall yeah. we? Yeah. We all have the same card. Yeah, I think I think that's good. We're all going to choose Zolo, right? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Zolo, he cost one. He's a unique. He's a fat little Dothraki mercenary. He, he's a little tubber, isn't he, this guy? He is. Um, he's got two strength, military icon, and a power. Um, he's got the prized one text. Uh, prized was something where if a uh, card entered a dead or discard pile, not left play due to cold hands, um, you would get the power printed on the prized. Um, anyway, are you sure it's not when it leaves play to cold hands though, Craven? Because yeah. yeah. I will force choke you through this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, after you play Zolo, choose an opponent. Move all gold from that player's gold pool to yours. All the fun we've had, Zolo. <laughs> you imagine if he was reprinted in second edition. <laughs> he would be so much better. Yeah. Um, oh, and he's neutral. Yeah. So. They had just like a, a cycle where they printed all these ridiculously good neutral characters. And they were just yeah, like, oh, two cycles. They're just like, oh, Cold Hands. Oh, Igrit. Oh, the Kingsguard. Oh, the Kingsguard. What a pack. Ridiculous. No, no, no. They were the cycle after the Kingsguard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just over a cycle. It's yeah, like, I think it is pack. within six packs they print all of those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they all went crazy. Um, so we all agree Zolo is the best. Uh, yeah. Um, and over a Zealot of Light and. Zealous Collector. Zealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zolo's better. Zealous Collector yeah. is so bad. Go on, what's he doing? He's a one-for-one one intrigue power, and he's the Asai trait. He's a Baratheon card. He's got the art from the one-cost Baratheon reducer. He has. Yeah. And he is... Dragonstone Playful, I think, isn't yeah. it? Dominance. Yeah. Neil Zealous Collector to choose and discard from play up to two banner attachments. Non-banner. Non-banner, <laughs> sorry. Non-banner. Now, that would be good in second edition. Uh... If it wasn't for the... It's not good in first edition because no one plays attachments. Um, but if not for the qualifier, use this ability only if you control <laughs> at least three kingdom locations. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think at the time he was designed, he was going to be a CCG card. And yeah. there were a lot of kingdom locations in the CCG yeah. in like the Five Kings edition. And a lot of them look pretty playable. Uh, but at, as it is, the ones that see play now... Well, none of them, obviously, but Bay of Ice, Kingdom of Shadows, and the the Free Cities, maybe. At the time he was printed, there was none. No, there were two. Hey, hey. Three. Hey, you know what she's playing now? Uh, yeah, none, because nobody plays that. 2.0 cards. <laughs> oh, I'm going to cry. Yeah. And uh, Zealot of the Light is a 3 for 3 Baratheon card with an intrigue and power. And the Asai Traitor, again. Uh, he's got a he's got a wine glass, which means he's a holy character. And response after you win dominance, you can kneel him to discard a card at random from any one opponent's hand. He's so, good in one very specific interaction. Yep. And the rest is torn. It's that power of faith. 
Power of Faith when you're playing House of Dreams Iron Throne. Yeah. So that deck, when I first started, that was my beginning in the game, mm. destroyed me. I played Martell Hollow Hill a lot, and Matt Phillips from Tulsa played that deck. And like, when you're playing Martell Hollow Hill and you have no hand, you lose a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had one job. <laughs> Martell Hollow Hill is still probably my favorite deck ever. Yeah, the too. only deck that's come close is the Doran Solar deck I've been playing. Yeah, that that deck like is super fun. Um, but Marta Hollow Hill, where you run like no locations because you're running favorable ground, it's just a wonderful thing. Hey, you know what my least favorite deck is? Yeah. Bloodthirst. I played Bloodthirst for a whole season on a bet. Bloodthirst is just like a not fun version of Hollow Hill. Yeah. You're just like, oh, here's my, here's my draw engine on my agenda, which is much less fun than having all this economy. Um, and so there's no, like, you know, give and take on what characters you play. You don't have to mulligan aggressively for the scavenger to get a head start. You don't have to play first snow strategically. You just rivers, and then you just got load of cards, and then you just win. Whereas Hollow Hill, my version at least, sometimes it won on turn two because I didn't see any control, which meant I just saw loads of renown. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'll take it to the Spears turn two. So, you know what was fun, though? I had the only fun Bloodthirst deck ever. Mm -hmm. It was Rivers Bloodthirst, which I know sounds like hell. King Viserys. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice, Epic. very nice. Yeah, and anything like that, I'm, I'm a big fan of. Um, Rowan played a Bloodthirst deck for a while, which was as it should have been. You know, he ran the character light stuff, like uh, the the spearmen that go back to shadows and take icons away. Uh, the orphan mm -hmm. is a restricted card. Arthur Dane with Dawn. And he made the final of a store championship with it, yeah. which was cool. Um, and then lost to Whammer playing Clansman because Whammer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Whammer cheats. He runs two out of house restricted cards in every deck, even if they're house line strong. Exactly. <laughs> oh, look at this Neil and Draw engine I've got. How lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's now official. <laughs> so I guess, guys, that's it. Yeah, you, you are allowed to do a sign off this episode again. Thanks, Dave. Is it our last um, one of the season? Well, yeah, it is. The last one of the season. Series um, in England, for that matter. The series, the season, the chapter. Doesn't really count, does it? This is the last one, basically. We're taking a break. Uh, we'll be back on in a couple of weeks at the latest. In the meantime, do keep an eye on the Facebook page because that this survey I've been banging on about for a few weeks is going to be appearing shortly. Um, would love as many honest opinions and uh, as much feedback as possible what we're going to do is we're going to put everyone's um, name who does respond into a hat and uh, draw some prizes yep uh, which will be announced um, closer to the time I'll probably attach it to the uh, to the survey itself so you're going to have to come and get the survey to find out what the prizes are and that's it thanks for listening everyone it's been a real sort of blast so I'll hand over to the other guys if they want to say anything but it's going to be goodbye from me and you'll be hearing my dulcet tones some point in January. Yeah, we're only going to take like a, a one-week break. It's not going to be too too strenuous for you to go that long without us. It's just we've got 25 episodes a season. That's quite nice. That gives us two one-week breaks in a year. <laughs> so it just... And we've got New Year's Eve coming up. And I don't think any of us are going to be in the right state to plan around that time. Well, New Year's Eve is this week, which means we're exactly. recording the episode to go out on New, New Year's Eve right now. And I'm going to recover by about Thursday next week. <laughs> yeah, so we'll take that week off. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, do you want to add anything before we go, Aaron? Or... And thus.
closes another chapter of banter. Danger zone. <laughs>